Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us this morning. We're so glad that you're with us. I uh, want to uh, just uh, have a word of prayer, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk and get into this and see what the Lord has for us. Let's pray together. God, thank you, um, Lord, for the reminder that you are the master of all things. Uh, no matter how crazy things get, uh, Lord, you are Lord of all. Uh, and Lord, we come to you today and just uh, say to you, thank you. And we are reminded today of your greatness and your goodness. And uh, God, I, I pray that that the reminder of who you are would help us in our response to to you and to all things. Uh, Lord, lead us in that, and especially through your word today. Uh, God, thank you uh, for your promises and for your faithfulness. And uh, Lord, Lord, guide us through this. We ask this in your son's name. Amen. <clears throat> Glad that you could join us uh, this morning. Uh, I've uh, I've had a crazy week. Uh, you've probably had a crazy week too. I think everybody I know is having a crazy week. Um, and uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a week of praying, uh, and for many, for hurting, uh, going through a lot of different things. Uh, and I know that many of you know that well. Uh, uh, this uh, past Sunday, uh, one of our great friends, one of our deacons. Uh, someone I grew up with, uh, Josh Hudgens, went into the hospital uh, for a stroke that he had uh, and is uh, being kept sedated right now and watching him very closely as he's had a brain bleed and uh, some different things uh, that's been going on. That's been a huge part, I know, of my week and many of, of yours as well as you've been praying and thanking and reaching out, I know, to uh, Dusty and their family. Uh, and then, uh, and then turn around, uh, Tuesday night, I took my dad back to the hospital and, uh, stayed, uh, the night in a Honda Accord in a parking lot and, uh, uh, waited to hear something of that. And, uh, he's not, he's, he's doing okay. And, uh, but, uh, just, it's just stressful. You know, it's a lot of, a lot going on, a lot going on around here, uh, in our church building and things. And, uh, man, just, it's just crazy, and so uh, I just got to tell you, I don't, I don't have the time uh, into this that I normally do. Uh, but I, I've just been praying, and I've been praying even as all these things have been going on, knowing that uh, I still needed to preach this week, and uh, just asking God, God, what do you want for us? What are you saying to us? And and uh, prayer has been a constant in my life uh, this past week, uh, just. Uh, and it and it generally is a constant in my life, but even more so this week, and just longer and bigger amounts, I guess, and uh, that kind of thing. And so, anyway, uh, I just I just felt led uh, to this, and uh, just began praying over and thinking about uh, this message and uh, what God would have for us. And really, I even I even got to thinking about how last week we talked about how. Uh, God is faithful to us through the fire, and we talked about Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and all those things. Uh, and then, uh, you know, but in, in the midst of all that, you know, I just got to thinking about, you know, what, uh, what do we do when we are in the fire? How, what, what, how do we react to that? What can we do in those moments? And so, um, uh, I, I got to thinking about that and I thought we can pray. And so, uh, that's what we're talking about. I want you to look with me at James chapter five, James chapter five, verse 13. And it says this, it says, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. Now, James uh, preached from James not too long ago and just, again, wealth of, of just great uh, guidance for us 
uh, wisdom for us, not just knowledge, but, you know, uh, leading even uh, for us. I feel like uh, such a gift from the Lord that we have this book. And, uh, you know, this, you know, this, how it starts out is anyone, you know, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praise. I mean, it's a very simple thing. You know, you're having a great day. If you're happy, then praise the Lord, you know, thank him for what he's done. Uh, and at the same time, uh, if you're suffering, you know, let him pray. So are you suffering? Do you know somebody that's suffering? Uh, and we'll, we'll see some of that here in just a minute. But, you know, that question, you know, is anyone among you suffering? Is anyone among us not suffering in some way? Uh, I mean, everybody's kind of going through something right now. This is a hard time, uh, you know, and, and I know for a lot of us, you know, and I don't feel like I've been affected like a lot of people have, but I've been affected. Uh, it's affected everybody. Uh, I, I feel people on edge. Uh, I myself at times have been on edge. Um, and so, you know, I'm just reminded of just our need in those moments to make sure that we we go to the Lord, that we pray, that we seek Him. He 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 longs for us to do that. He longs for us to spend time with Him. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, is anyone among you suffering? Let Him pray. And I just encourage you, you know, you know, wherever you are in life right now, whatever's going on in your life right now, pray, seek the Lord, talk to Him. And cultivate the relationship that you have with them. Maybe, maybe you know, if you're watching this on repeat or something, you need to hit the pause button and and just pray right now and just seek the Lord and say, God, I'm I'm struggling right now. You know I'm struggling. I'm gonna tell you. Here are the things I'm struggling with. I need your help. I need your peace. Pray to the Lord. Spend that time with Him. Verse 14, it goes on, it says, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. This is a this is a huge passage for us. So this this passage, for some reason, reminds me of of the four guys that take the the guy who can't walk on a cot and they go and take him to Jesus. You remember that guy? Uh, and they and they cut a hole in a roof to get to Jesus where he's inside this house teaching and they can't get to him because the crowd is so great and they literally crawl, crawl on the roof and they dig because all the roof would have been made of you know dirt and mud and all this kind of stuff, sticks or whatever. <clears throat> and uh, and they dig a hole through this roof to make up you know to to lower their friend down to get him there. You know this is this is uh, in in that passage you see this you see that Jesus heals this guy based upon their faith. Man, that, that is so powerful, and it has always stuck with me. I mean, I, I've, I've remembered that since I was a, a young teenager, uh, that, that the message of that has stuck with me. Here again, we see kind of a similar thing in you know this verse. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. The prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And, and here's what this is. This isn't God giving people magical powers to do magical things, okay? This is God using his people to work through them. He loves 
when he sees our faith completely trusting in him to do something that we know would bring glory to him. Not glory to us, but glory to him. And uh, and so in, in, in a moment like this, God loves to do this kind of stuff. Um, and so, you know, obviously this, this, this passage, you know, uh, if anyone is, is among you is sick, you know, call on the elders. So it's this whole, you know, call on the pastors, uh, elders interchangeable there uh, of the church and let them pray over him. You know, we, and I've, I've got, I've had the privilege of getting to do this just even this week. Uh, I've, I've, I've stood by the hospital bed of Josh and gotten to pray over him a few times and, uh, just, you know, different things like that. I, you know, I prayed, I prayed from the parking lot for him. You know, I prayed over my dad uh, Wednesday morning in the hospital, you know, with my hand on his knee. Uh, you know, just all of the, you know, great opportunities to do that. But, but let me help us to understand something. It's not just an elder who can pray for someone. It, does God love to use that opportunity to, to take a, a minister of the gospel in such a role of a pastor or somebody and use them in those moments to do something great. Absolutely. He loves to do that, but he loves to do that through any, any minister of the gospel uh, for that matter. Um, you say, well, you know, we don't use the, you know, the anoint him with oil thing, you know, very much. And, and you're right, we don't, uh, you know, I think there's a lot that kind of swirls around it. Sometimes it seems odd or whatever to people these days. Uh, but if you look through scripture, the understanding of the use of the oil there is a reminder that that it is the Lord on them, not oil. You know, it's 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 a reminder. It's as if, you know, we brought a candle into the room and lit it and said, let this be a reminder that the Holy Spirit is with us. The candle is not the Holy Spirit. The oil is not the Lord. It is a reminder of him. And, and it's clear in those passages when it does talk about that, uh, that that oil is not what saves. It is God himself. It is God himself that heals. It is God himself that saves. Um, going on through verse 15 there in the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So this is a huge, this is a huge, you know, passage for us, you know, just in seeing how God can work through prayer is just so, so amazing. Uh, so amazing for us. Um, you know, and, and, I, and I think for us to be reminded that God will work how he wants to work and he can work through anybody he wants to work through. And really, a lot of this comes down to are we a people who have faith? Are we a people who have faith that when we pray and we pray for someone to be healed and we pray for someone uh, to get better, we pray for someone who's suffering, that we really have faith that the Lord is going to do that? And and that's that's a that's a big question. That's that's a huge question for us today. And it calls into number one: Do we know the Lord? Have we trusted Him to be our Savior? Have we believed in the blood of Jesus to be enough uh, to save us? That the work that has been done on the cross and and an empty tomb three days later, up from the grave He arose. That He defeated death on our behalf. Do we believe in that in such a way that it is enough to save it? It is. It is. I totally believe that today, and I hope that you do too. Um, but beyond that, do we trust in Him? When we pray, do we trust in Him or do we pray kind of haphazardly? And I think if we're all honest, at times there have been times when we've prayed haphazardly. But, but this is talking about a prayer of faith, a prayer of believing that the Lord will do something amazing, something that will glorify Him, something that will be great for not just the person that is being prayed for, but for his kingdom. Um, and, and, you know, it makes him famous. It glorifies him. Same thing. 
and so, um, you know, that that just that that brings about, of course, what's it say that in the prayer of faith, uh, will save the one who's sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, they'll be forgiven. I mean, all those huge statements, those are huge statements that God could work those things through someone else's prayer. And of course, that other person's heart ends up being involved in the work of salvation. But if the Lord wants to save somebody, he can save somebody. I mean, that's the bottom line. Uh, you know, it's it's just amazing to be reminded of that and to see that in his word. And in verse 16, it goes on, it says, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. So we talked about this just several weeks ago when we were talking about uh, you know, the one another stuff, you know, talking about ministering to one another, called to one another, one another that we as the church are called to one another. We're not called to do this rogue and to go it alone. We're supposed to be together. We're supposed to worship together. We're supposed to minister to one another. Um, you know, and, and I know this is in the middle of a crazy time, but I just encourage you, if you can be with other believers to worship, to minister, uh, to to love on one another. It's so needed. It is so important. Uh, and and I, I see people longing for that now. And that's why that's why we're meeting together. That's why we're that's why we're doing what we're doing at uh, the Christian school right now, along with shooting a, a video uh, on top of that ahead of time. Uh, and so I just just urge you, if you can, be with other believers. Um, yeah, this is this is huge. Uh, and and again, it's this reminder for us. Uh, that we're called to this uh, and that bringing light to our sin instead of hiding it uh, and letting it eat on us uh, like a Pac-Man or something and uh, you know, and just destroy us in little bits along the way because we've got this little secret thing, to, to bring light to that, to confess that sin, to let it out of the darkness is so good for our soul. Satan doesn't want you to do that. But the Lord knows what is best for us. He is our creator and he's calling us to this and calling us to have relationships with other people. And this is that this is that reminder for us this week that we need other people and we should be seeking the Lord together. Been talking about it for weeks, not going to stop talking about it. We need to keep seeking the Lord together. Find someone to seek the Lord with you in prayer, uh, through scripture. Uh, keep keep it simple, okay? Do something weekly, whatever it is, but be checking on somebody, be praying with them, be seeking the Lord with them uh, best you can. I just challenge you to do that. Verse 17, it goes on here, and, and, and man, this is huge. This is uh, Elijah. It says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. You know what that means? James is trying to help level the playing field between us and Elijah right here because a lot of people put Elijah up on a pedestal. Because they go back into the scriptures and they see the amazing things that God did through Elijah. And God did do amazing things through Elijah. But let me, let me just repeat. He says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. What is our nature? It's sinful. We're sinners. We're all sinners in need of a Savior. We all need Jesus. So he's leveling that out so that we understand that's who Elijah is at his bare bones. And it says, I'll start back from the beginning. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain for three years and six months, and it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed, and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. You see, Elijah here is a superhero. He's someone like ours. He's a human. 
He's seeking God. But he believes. He trusts in the Lord. That the Lord could do something great if the Lord wants to do it. And he believed that it might be something that the Lord would want to do. And he's asking for it. And he's asking. And as he's asking, he's believing. The um, a book that I really enjoy, uh, and I, I go back and I read parts of it from time to time, is a book by Tim Keller called Prayer. Uh, and the reason I read parts of it from time to time, I keep it under my bed, uh, is because there are parts of it that are just great reminders of me, of, of the importance of me seeking the Lord and being reminded about different ways and how to seek the Lord, especially in prayer. I just want to bring up just a little snippet of that. One of the things that, that Keller speaks about in that book uh, is that there are, he says there are three types of prayer. And I, I agree with him. He says there are three types of prayer. Uh, again, this is in the book by Tim Keller called Prayer, okay, appropriately. So uh, three types of prayer. He says the first one is upward. It's a prayer of thanksgiving. It focuses on God himself. It is a prayer of awe. It's upward. It is, it is recognizing who God is. It is, it is remembering who God is. It's, it's telling him, it's telling him of his greatness and his goodness. Uh, you know, and those kinds of things. When you start doing that, you can't help but but thanking, you know, him for, you know, who he is and, and what he's done. Uh, you know, it's a prayer of thanksgiving, like I said, uh, focuses on God himself, a prayer of all. The second one is inward, inward prayer. And the inward prayer is self-examination and confession that brings a deeper sense of sin. In return, a higher experience of grace and assurance of love. That is the power of intimacy. So the inward is, again, it's, it's self-examination and confession of what's going on in our own lives, our own sin, to spend that time confessing to the Lord. Uh, and in return, what happens out of doing that is we have a higher experience of grace and assurance of love. In other words, we're reminded that, we, that we've that we taken those things to the Lord. And, and anytime I've done that, I don't know if you have, I hope you have, uh, anytime I've done that in my life, uh, what happens is, is, is in, from that, I receive the feeling of God's grace and his love over me, not judgment, not anything else, just just that he cares for me and he loves me. And, and it's like a weight being lifted off. Um, and that's so good. Uh, the, the third, the third kind of prayer, we've got inward, we've got, I've got, sorry, we've got upward, we've got inward, and then we've got outward. And the outward prayer uh, is a prayer of intercession, oftentimes that focuses on our needs and the needs of others in the word. So uh, this prayer requires perseverance and often entails struggle. This is, this is very much prayer that I've seen a lot of this week as people have been interceding for someone else. Now, sometimes we intercede for ourselves. Sometimes it's us at the feet of, of the Lord just saying, Lord, I need your help right now. I need you to help me right now. I don't know what to do right now. I'm in an awful situation right now. I need you right now. Uh, you know, same thing. It's an outward crying uh, for the Lord, uh, you know, oftentimes to intervene, you know, and uh, to intercede in a situation. And I, again, I've seen that a lot this week uh, over people that we love. Many, many of you gathered out here on the parking lot this week 
uh, to pray for Josh Sunday night. Man, I can't tell you how much that meant to me. And I was there with the family at that time and all that. But I mean, just to just to see that happening, and even though I couldn't be here, man, it just it just it lifted me up. Uh, and I and we and we prayed from there, you know, uh, that God would would work and do an amazing thing in Josh's life as we are still praying and believing for. Uh, just an amazing thing. So, so the different three different types of prayer: upward, inward, outward. Um, and I just I just bring them up because I think that it will help us in how we pray. I think we're called to pray all three things. We're not called to pray just one of them. It's real. We we can get in a we can kind of get into like a prayer rut of like we always approach God the same way. Hey God. I need you to work today. I need you to do some work in my life today. I need you to handle some stuff today, right? You know, I mean, that's that's I feel myself doing that a lot. But there is there is a flow to this, and we see that in the Lord's Prayer. Uh, and uh, you know, and I just want to read a little bit of that to you. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right there, we see the beginning of the Lord's Prayer starts out with. Uh, speaking who he is, being reminded of of his greatness. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. How great is your name. How we stand in awe of your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now right there, that is a statement that is a hard statement for many people to pray. Because in that statement, we are saying, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And and oftentimes we have in our minds what we think that the Lord should do or what we want him to do. And sometimes it's his will is different. I mean, we've been sitting here talking about praying over people and these different things. And and the truth is, is it, it may not always go the way we want to because the Lord has a plan and his will be done. Is, is not just saying something that we say, you know, Lord, yeah, you know, have it, have it your way kind of thing. But it is us in our hearts saying, Lord, I trust you right now to do whatever it is that you deem to be necessary and good for you, for your kingdom, for that person, for me, for whoever it is that I'm praying for, Um and, and, you know, not just your kingdom come, your will be done, but on earth as it is in heaven. You know, that I means it's, it's huge, you know. And so and so right there we see we see the upward prayer toward the Lord at the beginning of 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 the of uh, the Lord's prayer. And then it goes on. It says, give us your daily. Uh, give us this daily. Uh, give us this day. I'm sorry. Been a long day. Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors. And therein lies us going to him with self-examination and beginning into the outward, you know, intercession. You know, it's, it's Lord, we need you to provide for us. Please forgive us. You know, that forgiving peace right there, that's the, that's, that's the prayer uh, uh, that's the inward prayer of, you know, uh, moment of confessing sin, like forgive me. Well, forgive me of what? Forgive me of my sin. Forgive me of the things that I'm struggling with in my heart. Forgive me of the things where I'm not following you in my life. You know, that's that's what that's saying. Forgive us our debts as we have forgiven 
our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Um, so the Lord's Prayer is really, you know, massively about the upward and the inward. And then when you get to the outward, you know, which is the needs, our needs and the needs of others, you see that in the daily bread being brought up, uh, forgiveness being brought up, forgiving others being brought up. Uh, but in general, we, we see little bits of all three of these things within the Lord prayer. And, and here's and here's the big thing that I think I want us to see uh, today. I want us to see that the way we pray any of it changes when we see who God is. When we recognize who God is, our heart changes toward the other things that we're praying about and how we pray about uh, what's going on in our life and we bring our sin. When we bring our sin to the one that we recognize as being the greatest of all, the holy, holiest of holy and, you know, all of these things. I mean, we're, we, we are so less likely to be praying in such a way of, Lord, I hope, I hope you can help me here. You know, I, I'm, I'm struggling with this sin or whatever it is. Instead, it's, uh, Lord, I know you're the one that can help me through this moment. And Lord, I'm putting it in your hands. It's the difference between saying something and trusting that that person, the Lord, can do something about it. Luke 22, 41 says this. This is Jesus at the Mount of Olives right before he's arrested to be taken away. And he's gone to pray to the Father. And he says, uh, and it says, and he withdrew from them about a stone's throw and knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Man, that's huge. That's our Savior. That's what he prayed. Moments before we killed him. Moments before we crucified him, beat him, took him away, put him on a trial that he didn't deserve. All because he loves us, cares for us. Here's an eye-opening statement. We can call on the God of all creation. We have the chance to do that, and he hears us. Elijah believed because Elijah had faith. Elijah trusted because Elijah knew God. And the truth is, when we see God for who he really is, the rest comes easy. And so to be reminded that God walks with us faithfully through the fire, to be reminded we can spend time with him and go to him during the fire this is our safe place. This should be our happy place is to seek him. And we forget that. We freak out in the moment. We run here, there. We try to fix it ourselves, whatever. And at the end of the day, the Lord is really just looking for us to trust and believe and remember who he is and be reminded that we can pray. Let's pray. God, thank you for your goodness, for your scripture, for your word. God, we come right now. Lord, I know that there's all types of folks struggling with all types of things right now with heavy hearts coming to you in this very moment. Lord, I pray that you would hear every word that they have to say to you. I pray that they would bear their souls to you. I pray that they would be reminded of who you are and how great you are, and that you are, you are our Savior, you are our Lord. 
and that you love us and you care for us and you're our heavenly father who wants to take care of us and provide for us. God, I pray that you do all those things. God, I pray that you we would be reminded that that's who you are. And God, that in the way that we pray, Lord, would be evident in us remembering that, even as we ask for our own needs or even the needs of others. God, as we confess these things to you, God, help heal us of our sin. Help us to overcome it. Lord, you want to do that work in our life. And God, I believe that you can. God, I believe that you can do amazing things, such as heal our friend Josh and others that are struggling right now, Lord, that need to need to pray, Lord, for someone they know and love. Uh, young man Charlie in our church who has leukemia. God, we just ask that you would heal him. Lord, we ask those things, Lord, in full belief that you can do that. And at the same time, we do trust that your will be done. And we ask that your will be done. We ask that you would do those things and be glorified in them. Lord, thank you that we can come and ask. It is because of what you did through Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen.